0: Hi, welcome to Bite Size Bible Studies. I'm Luke Gregless. If you haven't been here before, our goal is to spend a few minutes together in God's word, let it activate our minds, touch our hearts, and start to transform our souls. Uh, tonight, we're looking at a passage in 2 Corinthians chapter five. Again, that's 2 Corinthians chapter five, starting in verse 16. And let me just give this, this kind of precursor before we jump in. Our goal in doing this is just to spend a few moments that kind of get you started. Hopefully it's a catalyst that gets you into deeper study. The passage we're going to look at, you could spend an hour on that thing and get more and more and more truth from it. And so I'm I'm pulling out one little piece for us to look at today, one that I I hope is helpful for you. But my encouragement, my prayer for you is that you spend some time praying, meditating, study um, deeper in the word. Because if it's just this few minutes that we spend together, that is not going to be enough for your spirit. Your spirit is going to be starving and calling out for more and more. So make sure you're, you're using this as a catalyst for your study, but not the totality of it. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16, it says, Therefore, from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so when we look at this, there's a couple things I think are important for you and I to remember. The first is, is there is a difficulty that we have being Christians and that once we have come to the Lord, right? From that moment that we fell upon our knees and we said, God, I give to you everything I am and everything I, I have. And I am your servant. You are my master. We have been made new. A new heart, a new spirit was put in us. We no longer walk this world with the only destination being hell. We no longer walk with the only path being failure to sin. We now know true life. We know true love. We know the power, the love, and the self-discipline that only the spirit can give us. And and we now have a citizenship and, and an identity in God and in heaven. But we're still here. We're still in the world. We're still trapped in these fleshly bodies. And so one of the hard parts of being a Christian is that your spirit, your soul, your heart is pulling towards its home, but you're still behind enemy lines. You're still in exile in a culture that is not your world. And so often we see this discussed as this concept of the spirit and the flesh. And so what Paul's reminding us here is from now on, we regard no one according to the flesh. So, so he's saying as we look at the world, as we look at people around us, we have to fight that urge to read the narrative, to read the story that the world is giving to us, right? The world is going to judge people. The world is going to say so-and-so is worth something, so-and-so is not worth something, so-and-so is popular or powerful or kind or whatever, right? The world will associate its own value statement upon people, and that's a fleshly thing. We have to be careful as Christians that we don't just adopt what the world is saying. We have to put away that flesh. We have to look at things from the spiritual perspective. And brothers and sisters, I think this is a hard thing to do, especially now. right? Internet, media, social media, all that has made it so that all day, every day, it feels like there's breaking news. There's always another opinion. There's always another podcast. There's always another story. There's another Facebook post. There's always something coming out at you. And... We become so polarized in how we believe things that it feels like it's so easy and necessary to get sucked in to these arguments and these fights and to take positions. And and I'm not saying that you and I should sit here and ignore politics. I'm not saying we should ignore the news. I'm not saying we should ignore what's happening in the world because there's a lot of opportunity in those things. There's, there's biblical mandates for us to be good citizens. Uh, we're to be good neighbors. We're to be people that can make an impact in the world so we have to know what's going on but we have to be careful as paul says here that we recognize i'm not of the flesh anymore not everything hangs in the balance based on what happens in this earth i need to step back from the flesh from the world and i need to see things through the eyes of the spirit and he reminds us, even when we first came to Christ, right? When we first see Christ, Christ first comes to the earth, most people are treating him just as man. But then what happens? Their eyes are open and no longer do they see him that way. They see him as who he is. He is God, the son of God, the Messiah. And they see the spiritual truth about who he is. Jesus isn't just a good man. He is the son of man. He is the son of God. And he is to be worshiped. He is our Lord, right? So there's this new depth that we have because of the Spirit. And not only does this change the way we look at the world, but we also have to remind it of ourselves. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. And so where this is hard, and you see this throughout the Bible, right? I'm always reminded of Nicodemus, right? Nicodemus is a Pharisee. He comes to Jesus. And you sense in Nicodemus that he believes. But he's struggling with this concept of being born again. He asked, like, how, how can this be? How can a man be born again? And part of his struggle is Nicodemus has built a reputation. He has built a legacy. He has built a resume in this earth. And this idea of letting all that go to become something new, that's scary. And so, brothers and sisters, my urge to you, my prayer for you is, as you look at the things happening in the world today, the world is trying to pull you and suck you into it. And have you consumed and drowning in a worldly perspective it is trying to make sure that you think everything hangs in the balance from you know politics to social justice to you know all all these different things that are happening and what you and i as christians have to remember is yes be aware of what's happening in the world but the world is not my master and the world does not hold the value that the kingdom does our goal as new creations in Christ, as people who have been reconciled to Jesus or reconciled to God through Jesus. Our goal is the kingdom. Our goal is the mission. Our goal is to go into this world and to make disciples that love God, love people, and follow Jesus. That's our goal. And so, yes, all this stuff's happening around me, but I know who I am. I have my peace in the Lord, and I know what my mission is. And what this is, a beautiful thing, is it gives you a confidence that you can rise above the world that's trying to pull us down. And it gives you a purpose that you start to realize has unbelievable value and unbelievable opportunity no matter what is happening, right? Like, as I look at our culture right now, I think it's undeniable that our country, especially in America, right, our country... uh, It's no longer going to be that the culture is going to try to reflect Christian values. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, from a fleshly standpoint, that's a bad thing, right? It's a bad thing because it's less comfortable for me. It's a bad thing because that means I have to be careful about what I say. It means that there might be repercussions for my worldview or my religious beliefs or all these things right it's gonna be harder to raise up my kids because they're gonna get messages from all these different angles that don't align to what we believe but but from a spiritual thing from a spiritual view it's not a bad thing because what we know is around us all the time are lost people all around us are people who are in the darkness who are hungering and looking for the light people who know this world is not enough, and they're looking for something more. With the culture changing, we're going to stand out more. With the culture changing, we who follow a biblical path, we're going to have the ability to shine the light of Christ in a way that is brighter and it stands out more from the culture around us. And so what we may very well see is as the culture becomes less Christ-like, The opportunity for the church to bring the saving gospel to people, to introduce people, not just to a philosophy, but to the person of Jesus Christ, that opportunity may become bigger and bigger. And so, brothers and sisters, as I wrap up, my prayer for you is that take hope that God knows everything that's happening. He has a plan in everything that's happening. And that you, as a person, not of the flesh, but as the Spirit, you have everything you need to be successful in the kingdom of God. You have everything you need to do things of eternal value that will change people's lives forever. And so, brothers and sisters, as much as the world will try to pull you back, remember you are no longer of the flesh, you are of the Spirit. And you are of the kingdom of God. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us tonight. I hope you have a great evening. I hope God uses you and blesses you greatly. We'll see you soon.